Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. What is up? My name is Evan Singler. And I'm Eddie Ernst. And this is the PTA Tapes, a podcast where we go, tell them, Eddie. Behind the scenes of physical therapy. That is right. Behind the scenes of physical therapy. We want to talk to people about their story, what makes them different, and how others can channel their difference to also be successful. So, put the tape in and let's roll. We're coming back on the air after an interruption due to technical problems. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the PTA Tapes Podcast. Evan here, gonna bring you some good stuff today on tape 13. But before we get started, just wanna make a huge shout out to my co-host, Eddie. I had to take a little leave of absence to prep and get ready for the PTA licensure exam, which I fortunately passed, but he just ran the ship so smoothly while I was gone and focusing on that. So huge shout out to him. But during my time, studying in a way I actually got to sit down and connect with a very special person and throw together an episode for you that special person is no other than Monique Biko some of you may have heard of her she actually started a vlog on YouTube and stays up with it very consistently and what that vlog is is that she wanted to document her journey transitioning from PTA to DPT and so that's what we talked about here on this episode we talked about her vlog where it came from how she got started, what that journey looked like, what it felt like, and then where she's at now, kind of coming to end that journey, getting ready, actually taking her PT licensure exam just yesterday. So hoping she did well, praying for her. But on the same note, with vlogs, the level of creativity it takes and commitment and just being in front of a camera, talking about kind of breaking down those barriers of communication, fear, And then also, you know, just talking about how she was able to really be so authentic in her vlogs and really kind of share what her emotions and feelings were like on a day-to-day basis and really kind of give her audience a really clear understanding of, you know, what it looks like and feels like to make that transition from PTA to DPT. So that's what this is all about. This is all about for those PTAs out there who are maybe leaning into PT halfway there, not sure, want to make that commitment, but just don't know. We wanted to bring someone in who's made that transition and can really give you a good idea of what it feels like. So check this podcast episode out. You're not going to want to miss it. Then go check out Monique's vlog on YouTube. You're going to love it. I've watched so many of the videos and just enjoy them so much. So here you go. This is tape 13. Let's get into it. Right on. So how was, how was your day? Great. How about yours? It wasn't too bad. Uh, it, it involved a lot of traveling. Um, oh. So I've actually been on the road the past couple of days, uh, just moving around from Florida. So it's, it's been kind of hectic. Um, wow. but now I'm, I'm back in North Carolina where I'm, uh, kind of stationed at, um, at the moment. So yeah. Awesome. How about your day? What did your day consist of? Well, just studying. Studying. <laughs> board okay. Prep. Yeah. Board prep. Just, just oh, kind of, right on. yeah. Yay. Burning my head in it. Yeah. How's that? How's that going? 
man, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Cause like every time, no matter how much you study and know, or think, you know, when you like hit that same information again, it's like, really, what is range of motion? Like crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, it's, and, and so I, I'm assuming you're taking your test coming up soon here then? Yeah. July the 25th. July 25th. Okay. Right on. I'm, I'm kind of in the same, same boat. I'm actually taking mine July 10th. Uh, the oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat of like stressing, trying to figure everything out, uh, oh, man. Re- relearn everything. I'm sure you've awesome. kind of been down that road before on the PTA awesome. side. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. No, you'll be, you, you got this. You'll be fine. Well, I do appreciate it. Um, well, again, thank thank you for coming on. Um, the kind of the whole reason I wanted to bring you on, I I, I saw your story, um, mostly the vlog, um, the whole PTA to DPT transition, and I thought that was really awesome. Um, and I just thought it was kind of like a unique platform um, that you mm-hmm. use to kind of spread your you know your own story, um, but also get information out to people. So uh, I always like to kind of get people's story a little bit, like the back ends um, of how you know they got into physical therapy, um, and then also you know transitioning into your vlog like kind of how that idea transpired you know where your mind was at in that time frame when you did it um and kind of what that looked like so i know it's kind of open-ended but i'm gonna let you kind of take over cool no no problem um physical therapy to me was a strange subject before i knew uh physical therapy um i was at montgomery college in maryland and i had applied to like nursing because i thought nursing was it i was like all into nursing well didn't get in after three trials and um, applied to the sonography program and uh, the health information management program so finally got into both and i chose the health information and then all of a sudden i get a mail a certified mail that i had been accepted into a pta program but i never applied so I always say it's like a divine intervention, if you will. Uh, I just, I guess God wanted me to be here. So I, I got into it. First day of class, didn't know what the heck was happening, but made it through. <laughs> um, wow. I can't imagine then, what that must have been like. Oh man. I, I, I was, I didn't, like I said, I, I literally did like a Google search, you know, what is physical therapy? What is it? What does the PTA do? You know, how much do they yeah. make? You know, and it was like, okay, I'm going with this. And that was that. Um, and then uh, fast forward to PT. Um, being a PTA has been very rewarding. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Um, but I felt like limited in the fact that like, I feel like PTA education prepares you enough to like know what to do and how to approach like your patients in terms of progressing to the next level, even beyond interventions. I felt like I was prepared enough to know like what to do, but then I was limited because I still had to go through the PT to make the decision. And so I decided to like go PT, but like Starting my blog was, um, I started it because I looked around, I Googled, I searched, I YouTube, and I could not find anyone continuing from PTA to DPT. So I thought, hey, maybe I should like experiment with this, do this process, and then maybe help someone else who's thinking the same thing. That's so awesome. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool because I was kind of in the same mindset when, I, when we started this whole podcast was, you know, we look around there's not a lot of resources on the PTA side of, you know, information out there and kind of a community. Um, so when I came across your vlog and like what you're doing, I was like, wow, that's really unique. And that's really cool. And it's just, it's different. Um, Cause a lot, and even kind of, you know, being behind a camera, um, I know that's, that's tough for some people. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess, you know, going into the vlog world, like the first time, you know, kind of doing it and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to film myself. I'm going to put this out there. Kind of what was going through your mind? Cause I, I know me personally, I'd be like really nervous and like, Oh, is, it, is this going to stick? Are people going to enjoy this? Is it going to be helpful? Exactly. Well, the, I mean, I felt 
to be like to be plain, I felt stupid. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, <laughs> you know, I hate the I hate the sound of my voice. I don't want to see my face and like whatever. But then I was like, you know, there was that instinct in me that maybe it might help one, and and that's yeah. my mission. If I help one person who is going through my pathway or has a similar pathway, why not? You know, and so um, my motivation was. I want to make it easier for someone that takes the step that I do. Um, I want them to see the mistakes I make and the progresses I make too, so they could kind of decipher what, what's best for them. And I know you talked about uh, a little bit, you know, those limiting factors, being a PTA, that kind of ultimately made you decide, you know, I want to go PT, I want to go further. Um, but was there ever like that, that one moment, um, I mean, where you were like, Hey, you know, I really, you know, just feel like PT is what I need to be doing. Or is it like something that you sat down and said, okay, I'm going to weigh out my options. You know, what are the pros? What are the cons of going back to school? You know, kind of reengaging myself, um, versus, you know, staying in the practice I'm at, you know, what, what did that kind of whole process look like for you? Yeah. So the first two years of my PTA career were, I say like, I didn't, I, I was just lost in the sauce. Like, I didn't know. I really didn't know what the hell I really wanted to do. Sorry to yeah, I like so that. Like, lost in the sauce is awesome. I like that. Yeah. You know, like I was just like, what am I doing with my life? So yeah. um, when I got into Walter Reed military, um, which was a blessing um, by the way, and like helped me strengthen my career, my skill set, knowledge base, everything. Um, then I was like, huh? Like, I, I really want to just have that autonomy. Like, I don't want to be re- relying yeah. or dependent on someone to tell me what to do when I really do know what to do, um, but I can't because I'm limited by my scope of practice. Um, but I kind of sat down and also, like, penned, like, okay, what, what are the, you know, what do I really want to do? Is physical therapy really my passion or am I just doing this because I'm stuck here? Or um, do I really want to advance? But my main goal was because I do want to own my own business physical therapy related business, um, in the future. And yes, there are PTAs who are business owners, but my goal was I want to be autonomous and not have to get a clinic and then rely on a PT to take care of everything. Um, and so that was my main motivation. Yeah. And, and, and kind of talking, um, on autonomy and stuff, when you were doing P, like in the PTA, uh, when you're practicing as a PTA, were there ever any moments where, you know, uh, and I know this is in some cases, you know, and it's not in all cases, but, you know, where you felt, I guess, you know, belittled by a PT or you felt like, you know, your views as a PTA weren't seen and mm-hmm. enough weight. Because um, I know for a lot of people out there, uh, especially PTAs, like that's a, that's a huge, um, you know, kind of limitation as far as, you know, feeling under, you know, appreciated, but then also on the same side of that it's it's kind of like a motivating factor that most people say, you know, well, I want to go to PT because I feel like I need to have a bigger platform to have a voice. Um, in some of those matters, but were there any times like that for you? Oh yeah. Um, not, you know, I, I, probably not a lot. I could probably get a like, count three incidences where it okay. happened, um, both from a patient standpoint and from a PT standpoint. Um, a lot of the PTs and, and it might be just the structure of our educational programs. I feel like they don't really, um, meld the two, the PTA and PT relationship really well. And so you got like some new grad PTs that come out and like feel like they're on top of the world and can just talk anyhow to people. Um, And I don't blame them partially because maybe they weren't exposed all the way to like who we PTAs really are. Um, But there was this one incident. I remember um, it was my first time seeing that patient for that PT. And um, the PT came to me and was pretty much, I already had the plan of care, obviously. I went through it, knew what I wanted to do, had my plan in action. 
and um, was just kind of talking to me like I was like, like I didn't even know what range of motion is, like telling yeah. me what to do. And I'm like, no. And it was not, it was not, it was in a condescending way. And I just, that moment, I just felt so small. And I remember going home, like, you know, I went to, talk to my husband. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go past. Like, like, yeah, this of course. Is too much. Yeah, and then I had a patient who's like, as soon as she found out when I introduced myself and I said, hey, you know, my name is Monique Biko. I'm going to be your PTA today. She's like, absolutely not. I don't want any assistant touching me. You don't know what you're doing. And, you know, that's it. But, you know, it just, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> what can you do? Oh, yeah, no, of course. And that, I mean, you hear that a lot um, across the, the profession and, and even people I've talked to as like from a PTA standpoint, you know, I, one of the most common phrases that you hear a lot is um, and from a public aspect of like the general population of patients, they'll be like, okay, so you're a physical therapist assistant. So you're in training to be a physical therapist or so and so it's like, no, actually, you know, I have a license in this. Um, and this is what I do. Um, but yeah, and, and kind of going back and touching base on what you're talking about, you know, the, the relationship between PTs and PTAs, um, you know, just from a educational standpoint, I know you can appreciate this because, you know, you've, you've been at the PTA level and you're, now you're at the PT um, finishing mm -hmm. that. Um, there's, mm -hmm. kind of a, there's kind of a gap between the two as far as, you know, understanding what each other does, what they bring to the right. table. Um, mm -hmm. And at your particular program that you, you're kind of completing up or finished, um, was there much, you know, education in terms of what PTAs do? Um, and I know for you, I'm mean, specifically kind of honing in from, as a PTA, um, you know, what was that like for you? Yeah, we had uh, we had a good like five PTAs in the program. Um, okay. One didn't make it, but all all of us, all four of us, made it through the program. Um, but my program had started this initiative just last year. Was it last year? This year? Last year, um, where they partnered with Carroll Community College PTA program, and they had us both from the PT standpoint and PTAs come together and just kind of discuss some of the things that we experienced through our clinicals or through past experiences. And the aim was to strengthen the relationship. And I thought that was like a healthy start because, yeah. uh, you know, it's best to hear it from the horse's own mouth. It's easier said than done just putting, you know, material together. Like, you know, this is what PTAs do and this is what PTs do. But having that dialogue um, really I felt was very healthy and I wish every educational program could do that. Yeah, that's a that I mean that's really uh, great that that was the experience you had because I can imagine you know coming in as a PTA if you came in where there wasn't much education on that side and and having been there and seeing that probably would have been a little more frustrating for you. Um, right. And I know that that's kind of a that's kind of an issue that stems across you know multiple um, programs and that's something that they're you know trying to work on to to bridge that gap a little bit. But now I'm kind of going back to the whole the vlog thing. How have you mm -hmm. been? What's it been like for you maintaining? you know, you know, your vlog on top of your PT students. So there's, I mean, and you're probably working on top of that too. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in your life. So what was that, what was that like? Man, it's tough. And, and, you know, I, I, uh, I, my aim was to try to post at least two videos a week, but it's so tough. Like, you know, between I'm a parent too. So between like yeah. being a mom, dropping my daughter off, picking her up, studying, you know, preparing for lessons, I just, I've always learned to work under pressure. That's just how I work. It's, yeah. I work best that way. And um, so what I do is I allot like an hour each week. All the videos don't make it up because I might not like the content or like how I presented it. And so I'm very, yeah, I retract back a little bit. But I do record at least one hour every week. Um, and then if I have more time, you know, if I'm not studying or have anything important going on, I put more effort into it. 
but um, that's how I manage my vlogs. It's been quiet for like the past month and a half, and I feel bad for anyone that has been following me, but I will get back to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I can imagine. I mean, you're because you're, you're you know studying for boards and stuff. It's a lot. Because um, yeah. I was I was the same way. I came out and I'm like, you know, yeah, we're gonna drop you know so many this so many episodes a week, and and now it's like it's a struggle just to get one out a week sometimes because you're just like right. there's so much going on, and then you're like, man, I feel bad because on the last episode I just said I was gonna have one next week. And it's almost exactly. like, and so these people are waiting for me, but, um, but I understand the struggle there. Um, yeah. so going forward, even, you know, post, um, you know, hopefully, you know, praying that you do, uh, pass your licensure. So we're rooting for you. Um, after that, I, I mean, in terms of the vlog and kind of where you go from there, is that something that you think you want to stick with and just turn it into something else or. I, I am. Yeah. I plan on talking a lot more. Um, I do have some things in the works. Like I'm working with a partner for a business opportunity, a couple oh, partners. Exciting. Um, yeah. So, so I'm going to like document that progress, uh, document me getting a job and how I'm doing with the job because I, I do want it to be like a continuum so that people that come years from now, months from now could see that progression from like when I was struggling to when I am trying to get everything together. So I do plan on posting more frequently, um, at least two times a week and, um, being consistent. Gotcha. And it just kind of, you know, the, the creativity side of, you know, doing a vlog and, you know, being comfortable with that, you know, is that something that just grew on you over time that you're just like, you know, just, and I mean, even now, you know, do you still get nervous kind of when you get on and get, get in front of the camera and stuff? Oh man, I'm telling you, I do like my, one of my favorite YouTubers, um, I was watching her video and I remember she had said like, you know, towards the end of her video, like, don't be shy. If you got something in you, you know, just release it, let it out. You know, she, and she was pretty much saying how she felt kind of stupid getting in front of the camera the first time. Yeah. Uh, but that really motivated me. Like, you know what, no matter how crazy I look, um, no matter how crazy I might sound to myself, I am doing something else. You know, I'm, I'm helping someone out there. So, um, of yeah, course. I get nervous. I really do. But then it's just like, whatever. I might as well continue. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what that they say. They always say, you know, document every create. Just even you know, if you're documenting what you're doing and you're authentic about it, you know, people are drawn to that. Yeah, and and that's what that's how I look at it. Like life happens. You know, um, I can't always be put together. I I want you to see my good moments. I want you to see my horrible moments. I want you to see every moment because it it really does paint a picture of what life really is, you know, like, you know, you get a lot of people that ask questions, how's life like a PT student? And you're like making, you know, you're posting pictures or posting videos that are always positive. I know, you know, going through school oh, that yeah. it was always positive. No, you know, there were where I'm like, what am I doing with myself? Like this sucks. Like life sucks. I can't even have fun. Or if I do have <laughs> regretting it after you know oh yeah no, i know exactly i know exactly how feeling i mean I'm, i imagine you know you know after coming out of pta school you get your you get your license you start working you're like yeah you know i'm, I'm out here i'm doing it then you're like now nah, i'm gonna go back because that kind of that whole ambition in your mind i'm gonna go back and do pt and now you're back in the whole swing of it again and it's like when am i gonna catch my break <laughs> exactly it's so crazy but now I do just out of curiosity, um, you know, cause I have, I have a lot of, you know, friends who go through PT uh, programs and mm-hmm. I've heard a lot through, you know, different connections at conferences and you talk to students and you kind of get a perspective, um, outside of, you know, the PTA side, but, you know, for you going through, um, you know, both sides of it, you know, what's, what would you say is the biggest difference between a PTA and a PT program from what you kind of things that you were learning in PTA school versus things you learned in PT school? Um, and are they, is it stark contrast or is it, you know, not terribly different? You know, um, 
for me, I felt like the information that I felt like PTA school scra- uh, scratched the surface. Um, okay. Some materials, of course, and when it comes to intervention, no doubt, hands down, I felt like PTA school prepared me better for interventions than PT school. And I heard that same thing for a lot of my um, classmates. They all said that they wish we had more um, um, more hands-on intervention training. So I will give that to PTA school. Um, but in terms of diagnosing um, evaluative statements or evaluation, progress notes, managing the patient's total care, um, interdisciplinary communication, of course, differential diagnosing, yeah. I felt like school but honestly the main difference was just I felt like it was just PT adding on adding a layer onto what we already knew from PTA school so it was not terribly different it was just a little bit more in depth if you will yeah so it wasn't like showing up day one like a deer in the headlights it was was more so like you know it's just I took a break and now I'm just building off what I already know exactly gotcha that's, a, that's really neat. And, and, and you know, it's good for people to hear this because I know there's, there's so many PTAs out there, you know, that, you know, are already going the PT route, but are ambitious about going the PT route. And, you know, they're just unsure of what to expect or if they're willing right. to take that jump um, or how that looks. Um, and so, like, I guess when you're, when you're doing your, your vlog, kind of going through your, your journey, were you kind of like um, trying to hit on like certain aspects that you thought would kind of, you know, really I guess, you know, reach out to that PTA community of, you know, those, those big questions of, Hey, you know, I should be looking at this or I should really be trying this. Yes, I, I, I do. Um, because even, I mean, even after finishing everything, I feel like I owe that to PTAs. And so I know you talked about, um, you know, part of me wanting to be a PT and having the autonomy was that you wanted to open up your own clinic one day. Um, and kind of that goal there. Um, so in your mind, I know it's probably still, I mean, you're still about to take your, your license or exam. So it's probably, you know, later down the road. Um, but what's, uh, what's kind of like your goal with that? I mean, is that something that you want to do like your like private, like cash based? You want to do like your own private clinic? Yeah. Um, I do definitely want to do a hybrid, um, but cash basis is where it's at. I'm, I'll tell you, for instance, um, I have, I've had a client now for about maybe seven months um cash base okay. um, and i'm not opposed to this but he i get i he pays me 150 dollars per hour that's wow. it wow that's so i'm making i'm making i'm working effortlessly and not killing myself for that one client one yeah um that, so people that just goes to show and i'm not i'm not presenting myself as a pta more like as an exercise technician of course um uh People are willing to pay cash if you yeah. find the right, if you show that your skill and knowledge base is up to par, um, you know, and you have a certain level of professionalism and all that, you will get the clients. So, yes, my goal is to have a predominantly cash based understanding that not everyone can afford out of pocket treatments. Um, so, I, I, that's my goal is to open up a hybrid clinic. Um, that has like a gym side to make some money off membership, but also has a skilled side for physical therapy um, and rehab related services. Gotcha. That's, that's really awesome. And that's exciting too. And is that like a, um, what would you say, is that like a five year, 10 year game plan? Um, or is that something that you're trying to do, you know, as soon as possible? Where, what were you kind of sitting at in your mind with that? Um, you know, as soon as possible. I'm, yeah. I'm open to 
into the water, diving in, just going, going all in because I, I feel like um, you can never plan so much, you know, yeah, life happens. Yeah. if you plan five years down the road, God forbid something could happen in that five years and then you end up adding another five years. So, you know, just go for it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great, that's a great outlook to have on that. And I know a lot of people are like that. You know, you get some people that, you know, the more the type A personalities who are very calculated, you know, want to sit down, plan everything out. Um, but I've always been, you know, more so kind of like yourself, you know, just to jump in um, and figure it out as you go um, and kind of, you know, just tread the waters and see what it's like. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, that's really exciting. Um, obviously, you know, to what your goals are, that you have a clear, you know, vision on that. Um, but really just, you know, kind of seeing your whole transition from you know PTA to DPT because um, I, I mean like you said you know it's it's not easy um, even though it, may, it might look easy and some people's vlogs out there or whatever they're doing um, that's cool kind of what, what I appreciate most about watching your vlog over time is um, it's authentic in that you really are pretty raw with your emotions in that time um, of how you're feeling and I feel like that's good for people to see um, but, yeah. I, but I'm imagining that's just who you are as a person yeah, <laughs> that's all yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in terms of kind of like, you know, doing that, uh, like kind of logging and then that transferring over into, you know, the physical therapy world and, and schooling, um, do you think that that's kind of helped you out any bit in terms of like kind of that, the sociableness of that and kind of getting outside your comfort zone and things that you might be willing to do or try in terms of physical therapy? It is. Um, I was talking to one of my classmates who I studied with, but like, um, I'm not a good presenter and I know that and you know and that's the thing just knowing your weaknesses going into any program um, so I used to hate presenting in front of any program but especially PT program uh, and so when I started my channel it became like an outlet like okay now that although there's no one you know physically looking at me or I'm not standing before like a physical audience it is kind of like that because I'm opening up opening myself up to scrutiny yeah. um but it was an outlet for me to let out my feelings and also to um to build on my communication skills if you will um so that has been useful in that aspect aside from of course helping other people but not um, helping my presentation skills i guess <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> overcoming stage fright you know because i just choke up when i get in front of people it's 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 ridiculous, but it's just me. <laughs> do, so, um, so do you do a lot of uh, how many like stand up presentations do you have to do within PT school? I know in PT oh. school there's a few in my program at least that we did. But what's that like for PT school? Wow, we did every single class. I had like two or three presentations. Okay. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it was on your own. Um, and then of course, like you know, presenting your research was a, a, a major thing for me. I almost passed out on that darn stage. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the I was just like, oh my god you know because you have to that's yeah capstone but like um yeah it's, it was a lot it was a lot of presentations a lot um and i didn't like it but you know it, it's good because it it let me it made me aware of my weaknesses and, and i felt like every presentation every subsequent presentation i got better at it so yes a lot of them that's great and um with with the vlog, because I know, I mean, it is a medium that helps a lot of people, but do you get, I, mean, I just had a curiosity, do you get a lot of people that reach out and say, hey, you know, I'm considering this, you know, what are what are some things I should look at or what are some options or, or kind of just asking, you know, regular questions of what to expect? Um, do you get that a lot? Yeah, I do. I've had um, people that post on the video, people that might not be happy or, you know, content or yeah. maybe 
or want a little bit more in-depth information, I've given, you know, I, put, I post my email on my description box. So I have gotten like high schoolers that are like in 10th, 11th grade, 12th grade. I've gotten like freshmen. I've gotten some juniors and seniors in college. Um, and it's, it's very interesting because, you know, you never know how much influence you have until you put yourself out there. Yeah. So I'm happy that able to give those people that kind of advice and um, yeah, anything, anything to help my fellow people that are interested in PT, I will do, and I will do it without a charge. That's such a great mindset to have because we, and, and if you kind of going around another, you know, the physical therapy conferences a lot, you know, they always talk about, you know, the PT fam and it being a family and it's a community um, and you don't really understand it till you get on Twitter or somewhere and you know you connect with everybody and everybody's just so willing and open to answer questions and to help and to guide you in the right way um but it's it's like I said you know honestly in terms of vlogs of a PTA to DPT transition or something that's so vital in you know our profession that not many people touch on it's like I outside of yours I haven't seen a ton of people who are putting content out you know, saying, Hey, you know, these are, these are the options. This is what it looks like. This is what it's going to feel like. Um, and, and I mean, I, I wish there was more of that, um, for a lot of PTA students. Cause I know there are a lot that want to transition, but, but right now, congratulations for being the, the, the go-to. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> a lot of pressure. No, I'm just kidding. Hold on. No, trust me. <laughs> Um, and, but I mean, it's kind of going forward. I know we talked about, you know, you talked about some, you know, business ventures, um, and you know, the vlog kind of being a part of that, but do you ever see yourself, you know, utilizing any different mediums in terms of, cause I mean, you seem like you're a person who likes to kind of go outside, um, and be a little creative and you, and you have that in your side. I mean, inter- I mean, I guess, you know, what you could possibly end up doing, um, even in terms of your, you know, clinic one day. Um, are there things that you've thought about outside of, you know, vlogging or stuff that you would consider? Um, I, you know what, I, I really want to teach at some point in my career. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just like mostly in out of country, within country, but out of country. Like I want to go to Europe. I want to go to, you know, uh, the African continent. I want to go to like, you know, South America. I want to go around because, um, I, my parents are originally from West Africa, um, okay. and I lived there for about eight years. Um, I visited my husband's from uh, Ghana, West Africa, and I went there, and um, they have a, a uh, an association called the Ghana Physiotherapy Association, um, okay. but they, like, I, I looked around, because my initial, so two years into being a PTA, I wanted to travel to Europe. I wanted to live in Europe and work as a PTA, yeah. so I, there wasn't many there weren't many or there wasn't that much information about PTAs in or outside the United States. And I feel like, um, I want to do that. I want to be able to, um, influence other physiotherapy associations outside of America as well, that like PTAs could really make a difference. Um, so I, I do want to go around the country and just teach, teach skills that I, and bring awareness to PTAs. I really, really, really do. I like that. You're, you're starting to talk my language. Cause that's, I'm, I'm very passionate. I'm, I'm very passionate about traveling. Um, but I'm also very passionate about, you know, giving, um, giving back to underserved, uh, communities, um, and educating. So that's really, and that's, that's something, it's so funny you brought that up. Cause that's something that's been on my mind a lot. Um, is that there is just so little knowledge or resources of what PTAs can do internationally. Um, cause you hear a lot of PTs, uh, the autonomy and physiotherapists, but it's like, you know, I would imagine that they're 
you PTAs, there are, there are, I guess I wouldn't consider them actual physical therapist assistants, uh, but there are roles very similar to that in other countries. Um, yeah. and, and so kind of that, like you said, the education part of that and what that looks like, and it would be interesting. And in, I know that kind of ATA and uh, all the other, you know, the, the, uh, was it the world confederation of physical therapy and all those kind of dive into that. Um, but it, it would be nice to kind of get more resources in terms of, you know, what, what is available to kind of go and impact those communities. Um, but so, so being from family, being from like the, the, the African um, continent, uh, are, were you rooting for anybody in particular in the World Cup? I don't know if you're into that. Um, that's very big for me. Yes, I was like, you know, Senegal and Nigeria, but, you know, unfortunately, yeah. it's, it's a crazy turnout because the teams that you thought, like Germany, got yeah, like crazy. Yeah, it's, well, it's same thing with Senegal with the, the whole way they went out with like the fair play rule. I didn't even know it existed. And I mean, I've, I've kind of been playing and doing soccer my entire life. And I, and I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Um, but I, no, I, I just had to ask that question. Um, just knowing kind of family has like strong ties there, I imagine. Uh, crazy. Cause you know, everywhere else, but the United States soccer is like the main event for everybody. So, yeah. you know, it's exciting. So do you see um, kind of going into the PT profession um, and, and being a PT, do you see yourself kind of um, getting involved in different things, um, initiatives, uh, whether it's organizations or stuff to go and serve um, internationally? Do you, would you see yourself being a part of that? Um, I do. Um, I, I actually have 10 million things that I want to do and I'm acting like I'm so young. But yeah, like... There you go. That's never a bad thing. I hope so. I feel old. You know, I'm turning 31 in like a few months. Oh, no, you're not old at all. Uh, well, thanks. No, but um, yeah, I, I uh, from my previous position, I was collecting like um, uh, old wheelchairs that were, of course, in good, con- decent condition. Um, any physical therapy related equipment that we were throwing away. And I used to send it, ship it back to um, a hospital, a local hospital in Ghana. Um, and um, because when I visited, I remember this guy, he was an amputee and he had a transport wheelchair. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. the heck is this dude with a bilateral like amputation getting around with, with a transport, transport wheelchair? Wow. <laughs> this dude is like gangster. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I, I really want to come back here and, and volunteer. So that's my goal. Once I settle, once I get everything going, I, I plan in the next two years to back at least like once a year and just give my time to like a local hospital and just help people just do like all these assessments do all these community awareness um screenings fall risk screenings and all kinds of stuff and um hopefully help one or two people yeah i really i I really admire that that's 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 really um encouraging to hear because uh you, you get a lot of people you know who really enjoy impacting you know, through physical therapy, people, you know, within our given, you know, the U.S. within our given system. Um, but it's, you get very few and far of that are really you know, passionate about going and doing the same thing um, in other continents um, and wanting to impact those communities. Uh, but th- so this one, this one, this, I have a question for you. Um, and this is just out of curiosity. When you were making that transition from PTA to DBT, were there certain people or resources that you would reach out to kind of in those tough moments, those tough times where you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to squeak through or this, it's getting a little hard here. Um, or it, just, you know, if you just had questions about things, um, 
I mean, it, it could, I mean, it could really be anybody who's being influenced, but I'm, I'm always curious, you know, who out there, um, you know, might be a mentor or such for other people as well. Um, you know, I reached out to uh, colleagues, people that I've worked with in the past. Of course. Um, if it was some, some tough subject or some tough thing that I really didn't understand, those are my go-to folks um, in terms of information. Um, I did a lot. I was friends with, um, I'm blanking out. Um, oh, gosh. No, it's this okay. For tests and measures, like, um, I, I, I just, like, I, I, I just Google random stuff, and I just... You know, the, power, uh, the power of Google. Oh my gosh, I'm telling the power of Google. I Googled, I um I read a lot of research, I was involved in a lot of forums, so like the doctor physical therapy uh network online. Yeah, yeah. Physical therapy, doctor physical therapy student thing on uh Facebook. Um I would go there for any information if I didn't know anything. Somebody if if you never see that's the thing, that's the good thing about those kind of forums is if you have a question about it, somebody else probably does, and they usually beat you to punch and post mm-hmm. it, and so you can learn from everyone else's, you know, uh, feedback. So those were my goals. That is that is the funny thing about this forum. So you can get on there, and if you just scroll enough, you'll you'll find the answers that you're looking for. Because most people have the majority of the time, everybody pretty much has a similar question. Um, might sure. be worded a little bit different, uh, but everybody's looking kind of for the same content. And if you can kind of scroll enough and look hard enough you'll you'll find it um exactly. and that's just kind of how the whole pt world works and and just out of just out of curiosity too um with apta and stuff are you are you actively involved in that in, in any form or what's your because i mean everybody has different from what i've talked to here and everybody has a different viewpoint on uh the apta and what it has to offer and membership and things like that you know even me my co-host he has his own um ideas on it as well uh but yeah i'm always just curious you know what people think about it yeah, you know, so before PTA or PT program, I was not a member. Of course. Um, simply because I felt as though PTAs were in the background, like they didn't really fight for us the way that they should. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, the only the only purpose I saw in being a member was potentially getting access to, you know, fresh off the press, you know, evidence-based practice patterns. But with that, I was like, I could equally do the same by just doing my own research. Um, yeah. So when I, uh, my school, when I got accepted, it was a mandatory practice. So you had to have an APTA membership. Um, and once I did, I kind of saw the purpose of it, which my perspective is, they're our body made, making organization. They're the ones who are lobbying for us. We can't do it. We, we can only make such a difference individually, but they their word together we stand strong right divided we fall yeah and feel as though um i i wish they could do more i wish they could really listen into the people that are not part of the membership to see what their complaints are like for instance i'll give you an example okay um i had a pt who has a bachelor's he's a supervisor in a sniff facility and we were talking and he was asking me about you know the program i went through thinking it was a transition program yeah and he said the problem with our profession in the APTA is that um, that they don't give a listening ear, and it, it's almost become a thing of like, like collect, like you know, all these membership dues that we give. Where are they mm-hmm. going? What are you actually doing for us? What different? Yeah. What changes are you making? Like you're not communicating that with us all the time. Um, 
in addition, his frustration was the educational system. Like my program was very expensive, but I overheard the other day that there's like a PT program that cost like $150,000 for the whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, where are you? Like, you should be, you know, you should be having a voice to cap some of the cost of like these, especially PT programs and also working towards strengthening our relationships. Um, but I, I have found that it's, it's really, I urge everyone that's in the field to get a membership for that purpose that we cannot function individually. We could function, function together. And if you get involved, you go to your chapter meetings, you voice your opinions, by all means, somebody eventually will hear you and hopefully work towards, you know, whatever you're requesting. Of course. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Either that or, you know, you go out and start a vlog and just impose your will on everybody and make sure that they hear it. That's, that's another way to do it. Um, right. Yeah, no. I, so, so I always like to ask this question um, and it's, it's kind of one of those w- w- where we wrap it up, but um, if you had the voice of, you know, every PTA right now, um, you know, what would you say to them? Um, and I know that's kind of a blanket statement to say, but um, let's, we'll take a step forward and kind of, what would you say to them? you know, in terms of, hey, those of you that want to go on and possibly advance to being a physical therapist, you know, why they should do it? So, you know, and, and this, is, this is for us here, every PTA out there. Um, my thing is, it shouldn't be money motivated because I have learned within the past few weeks that um, the differential is like five to $10,000 in terms of pay. So if you're going to advance, do it for you, do it for that autonomy, do it for that um, desire to just, you know, control your patient's um, care. Um, if, you know, school education, going from PTA to PT is very expensive. Um, the cheapest program that I found was Shenandoah, which was like $35,000 even out of state. Um, but even with that, you come out with all these loans. So consider that, like, do you want to graduate with a doctorate and live your life paying loans for the rest of your life yeah. or but to like just be an awesome PTA um, as long as you have a great relationship and you are happy with what you're doing continue doing it because at the end of the day we still need awesome PTAs out there um, so you know what what is your desire it's, it's all about you do what makes you fulfilled um in life in terms of going from pta to pt um and you'll be fine honestly i I don't ever follow a trend i've learned like the loan process now is just like drowning me (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh man that's i feel like that's like a whole nother subject to get into it's a whole nother monster but no all ptas you're very appreciated i hope that like every pt out there could really know how hard and how much, how much knowledge you have. Like that was my weapon in school was I was so good at interventions that I could close my eyes and go through the program with, with that preparation. Yeah. So very valuable um, in the PT world. No, I, I really love that answer. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like, like you said, you know, a lot of people look at, try to look at things objectively and they try to look at the money um, and the time and all those things. And they'll look at age and where they're at and they'll try to make a decision. But I, but I love kind of what you said and saying, you know, figure out what, what is going to appease you as a person, you know, what's going to make you happy. Um, 
and I'm kind of the same way, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you know, whatever you desire, whatever makes you happiest, you put putting money aside, putting time aside, um, studying all those things. It's about, you know, what's going to fulfill you. Um, so yeah, I really love that answer. Um, and I really appreciate, you know, what you've done for PTAs on speaking on behalf of PTAs. I'm going to speak on the, I'm going to speak on the majority and say, uh, even for me, you know, it's, um, I'm not, I haven't made that transition. Um, it's something that I've thought about, um, having kind of, you know, having done my bachelor's and going back to PTA school. Um, but yeah, it, but just kind of watching, you know, your vlogs and stuff and seeing that there it's, but you know, part of it's definitely given me a, you know, kind of an urge to saying, you know, yeah, I, I might, I might consider this or, you know, that's yeah. something I want to do, but it's just more so just been helpful at kind of helping me internalize, you know, my own, you know, whatever you say, emotions or ideas of, you know, how I would feel about it. And I think that's what's so helpful in what you're doing for anybody else out there. Um, it's more so for them to come in and, you know, look at what you're doing and what you're going through and internalize it and say, okay, well, I think I can do this. Right. I definitely want to do this, or maybe that's not for me. Um, so yeah, we really, you know, just speaking on behalf, I really appreciate, you know, what you did. And I think it's awesome. Um, and I wish you the best of luck with the, the business interest going forward and what the vlog could potentially become. Awesome. Thank you so much, Evan. I, I wish you well with your exam as well. I know you're going to kill it. I can tell. Oh, you're going you're gonna to kill it too. So what, th that's the game plan. We're both going to kill it. And, and we have no this is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to open up your clinic and you're going to be doing things in other continents. So then I'm going to be able to say, I had Monique on the podcast and it was amazing. Evan, that, that'll be awesome. so, Thank you. So yeah, more pressure on you now. No. Exactly. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. I hope we can keep in touch. I'll definitely oh, update sure. you going. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and good luck on the exam. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Bye. Bye. And that is going to do it for tape 13 of the PTA Tapes podcast. As always, if you liked what you heard, find that subscribe button leave us some comments leave us some feedback if you know someone that wants to come on the show if it's you reach out to us you can get us at the underscore pta underscore tapes on twitter just want to send some quick love to all of our pts out there that just got finished with the licensure exam hoping the best for all of you come back next week we're gonna have another special guest some more good content you already know the deal.